in many ways, a town can be judged by its investment in the infrastructure of the community. The roads, bridges, water systems, and their maintenance can tell a lot about a community's commitment to the common good. Public ownership of these basic necessities has been an evolving concept. When Brattleboro was first organized in the 1700s, it was an expectation that each male resident would work on the maintenance of the roads as a form of taxation. The bridge between Brattleboro and Hinsdale, New Hampshire was a privately owned toll bridge until the late 1800s. A plentiful and high quality public water supply was not in existence until 1925 when the village of Brattleboro voted to purchase the privately owned Brattleboro Water Works. Brattleboro is a series of hills and terraces. In the early 1800s, as the villages in Brattleboro expanded, privately owned gravity-fed aqueduct systems were developed to deliver water to the growing rows of houses and businesses. By 1836, there were four different water companies operating in town. The Brattleboro Aqueduct Company, the Northern Aqueduct Association, the South Aqueduct Company, and the Western Aqueduct Association. Homeowners and businesses bought into these entities so water would be delivered to their premises. The water originated in elevated springs found among the hills of Brattleboro, and gravity delivered the water through wood pipe logs, board soapstone, or lead pipes to the subscribers. Hydrants were also established to provide fire protection for Main Street businesses. The private aqueduct organizations evolved over time and have an interesting history. Jacob Esty, who later made his fortune in the organ business, came to Brattleboro as a plumber. His first business included making lead aqueduct pipes and selling water pumps to draw water from wells and springs at a considerable distance. After more than a decade of involvement in the aqueduct water supply business, Esty moved on to organ manufacturing. In the Annals of Brattleboro, Mary Cabot wrote, In 1826, John Holbrook, Asa Green, and Francis Goodhue formed the Western Aqueduct Association, which brought to High Street the first water supply. Two aqueduct companies had been formed in the previous decade to provide water for homes and businesses along Main Street. The Western Aqueduct Association was the first to branch out beyond Main Street. For the next 100 years, many private aqueduct organizations operated in Brattleboro. During those years, there were at least 12 privately owned water systems. In 1925, the village voted to purchase the privately owned Brattleboro Water Works Company, and the water supply for much of the town became publicly owned. As the years went on, town water and sewer continued to expand, and the privately owned aqueducts ceased to function. In May 1957, highway authorities responsible for designing the interstate through Ratterboro called a meeting of the seven water companies still legally incorporated, Centerville Aqueduct Company, Elliott Street Water Company, Heinz Aqueduct Company, Mechanics Aqueduct Company, Western Aqueduct Association, Estyville Water Company, and the Prospect Hill Water Company. By 1957, Brattleboro had been operating its own public water system for over 30 years, so there was some question as to whether any of these aqueduct systems practically existed any longer. The highway interchanges were in their final planning stages, and eminent domain procedures had begun. In Brattleboro, there were about 100 properties that had some or all of the land seized, and there were 23 homes that would need to be moved or demolished. When designing the interstate, states were given the responsibility to hire appraisers who would make offers to the property owners. If the property owners disagreed with the appraisal, they could go before the state highway board during compensation hearings and plead their case. Over half, 52 of the 100 Brattleboro landowners, 
appeal to the State Highway Board for a more favorable appraisal. If the landowner didn't like the outcome of the compensation hearing, then they could take the state to civil court. 33 of the landowners, one-third of the affected folks in Brattleboro, took the state to court asking for more compensation. Six of the seven legally existing aqueduct companies were no longer in operation. Over the years, the town water system had supplanted most of the private water systems, but the Western Aqueduct Association was still functioning and did not want to go down without a fight. The eminent domain process took a while to play out, so the Western Aqueduct Association case against the State Highway Board did not occur until October 1958. Eight witnesses were called to explain the situation. Henry Brown of Oak Street, president of the association since 1920, gave a complete description of the aqueduct system. It was connected to two springs, one just north of Northern Avenue, and the second located off Williams Street. Together they consisted of a little less than six acres of land. Lawrence Barber, the secretary-treasurer of the association since 1931, then explained the private organization was first formed in 1826. By 1842, there were 180 shares. In 1958, the number of users had dwindled to approximately 30 homes. Barber also testified that shareholders had been assessed a user's fee between $1 and $5 per year during only seven of the past 20 years. There had been no other costs associated with the aqueduct during his time in office. Most of the homes used the water for drinking purposes, while some used the aqueduct exclusively. Minnie Scott of Oak Street testified that for the past 49 years, she had used the aqueduct for drinking and cooking purposes. Alfred Bushnell also offered that he owned two homes and both only used water from the aqueduct. The lawyers for both sides eventually negotiated compensation of $6,000 for the shareholders of the Western Aqueduct Association double what the state had originally offered. As far as we know, this was the last private water company that existed in Brattleboro. Next week we will share the story of the privately owned Brattleboro Waterworks Company. Please join us next week for another story from our community's past.